Welcome to Hearts of Fire, the podcast from the team at BioBridge Global. We're working every day to save and enhance lives through the healing power of human cells and tissue. I'm David King, sitting in for Adrian Mendoza this week. And we're here with Kimberly Monroe. Kimberly, first of all, really simple. Tell us what your title is. My title is Business Development Manager, and I work for the tissue program. And so, so what does that actually entail? Um, nothing having to do with my title. <laughs> Um, so within the organ, eye, and tissue donation community, there is a role that we call hospital development. And that basically means that we have individuals who are uh, tasked with forming and maintaining relationships with all of the hospitals that we work with that refer potential tissue donors to us. So not to get super technical, but there is a requirement because a lot of people don't really know how this whole donation thing even works um, for hospitals to be able to participate with receiving reimbursement for Medicare and Medicaid. Um, the CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, requires that they all work in partnership with their assigned OPO, which they cannot choose. And then they have the option to choose an IR tissue bank that they would like to work with. And the reason for that is that so few people have the opportunity to become an organ donor um, that they felt like the need for organs and the shortage of available organs was so great that they wanted to create a way to make sure hospitals participated in the donation process. Excellent. And how long have you been here? I've been here for three years. And how did you wind up here? Oh, my goodness. That's a story. So um, my director, Chris Brona, and I actually used to work together at an iBank in Central Florida several years ago. And one matter of fact, it was January 2019. He called me up and said, hey, I'm moving back to San Antonio, going to work for a tissue bank. There may be an opportunity for you there. If there is, would you be willing to move to Texas? And I'm from South Florida. So here I am, 1,200 miles from home, three years later. And what, what's your background in this field? Oh, man. So I, I've started my career really in public health. I started, as a matter of fact, as a summer student intern for a regional HIV AIDS service organization. And my role in our education department was to do HIV AIDS education, counseling and testing in our 16 county service area. Um, from there, I worked for a program that provided health education programs for older adults. Um, Florida uh, Department of Elder Affairs thought that it was so important that they provided an entire you know, funding program for it. And then I transitioned into more of a general community health role where we went out into different organizations, including schools and other community partners, to do health education programs for the general population. Um, one part of that, that that's near and dear to my heart that occasionally we get to overlap um, with the program that we do here is the opportunity to, I used to do student recruitment, so we got the opportunity to actually recruit students who are minorities or from medically underserved areas to work in health careers. So we would educate them from about the age of middle school to high school to engage them for anything from allied health professions all the way up to your um, more traditional health professions like physician, dentist, et cetera. So, been around for a minute. Um, tissue was an accident. <laughs> um, I'm old enough to have been around when you could apply for a job by seeing it in the newspaper. Um, so, I had a full-time job. I was looking for a part-time work. Um, I looked at this super nondescript job posting in a newspaper that was advertising a call center position. And I was like, 
happened to work in a call center. It was a night job, which exactly what was what I was looking for. And um, when I went for my interview and the hiring manager explained to me what the role was, my question to her literally was, so let me get this straight. You want me to call families of people who just died and ask them if they would like to donate their tissues. And she was like, yeah, basically that's the job in a nutshell. So I started my career in tissue as a coordinator, which basically means that we received referrals from hospitals. We screened those referrals to see if those patients were medically suitable for donation. And if so, then we contacted their families to go through the donor authorization process. Um, and it's honestly one of the best decisions I've ever made. That was 2001. And I've been in this field ever since. And I have absolutely no regrets. So, so I guess I need to ask this specifically. So how do you feel about what you do now? Oh, man, um, I feel it's a it's a privilege, honestly, you know, to know people who go to work every day. Some of them make a lot of money and most of them complain on the way there and on the way back. And every time you ask them how's work, they complain. I feel so fortunate to genuinely um, not only love what I do, but love the organization that I work for and love our organization's mission. And I was, um, we're, we're recently off of the American Association of Tissue Banks conference and a group of us were sitting around having a conversation after breakfast the other day. And it's generally agreed upon that most of us who consider ourselves tissue bankers, we feel like this job is a calling. Um, it's not something that most of us sought out. It's not something that most of us even heard anything about. But there was something inside of us that wanted to be able to do something that helped other people. And once you stumble upon it, you don't want to leave. And so I, I couldn't be happier to be here. So just shift gears a little bit. What what do you like to do when you're not at work? I'm so boring. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I'm obsessed with my fur babies. So I have a dog named Blue and I have two cats, Teddy and Dexter, all boys. I think yesterday was like National Sun's Day or something. So happy belated National Sun's Day to my fur babies. And I, I'm a runner. Uh, I, I love recreational distance running. It's one of the things that brings me absolute joy. And I've gotten the privilege to actually kind of do a little bit of that here running on our 5K corporate cup team, which has been so much fun. And I love travel. So um, I am fresh off a trip to the Cayman Islands and looking forward to my next destination. So I would say definitely my babies running travel and I love food. So, yeah, I'll, and I'll tell you, I'm from Miami. There's no food like Cuban food. However, Whoever invented the breakfast taco, I, they they like deserve all of my love and undying admiration because it is the single greatest creation ever. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. And to combine two of my loves, breakfast and tacos, I don't know who did it, but I feel like they did it just Executive producers of Hearts of Fire are Heather Hughes and Jay Pajinski. Your director is David King, with technical assistance from Matt Flores. Our logo was designed by Roberto Esquivel. Our host is Adrian Mendoza. If you have an idea for Hearts of Fire, please feel free to email us, heartsoffire at biobridgeglobal.org.